The following is a CJBT Productions podcast. This is the EDM podcast number 139. This week, we go over some news and charts, and we induct Lisa Lashes into our EDM Hall of Fame. Music for this podcast was performed by songwriter and producer Hey Joe C., as always, actually. So just click the links to my show notes for more information about her, her music, and her career. Now, before we get on with the EDM news, let's talk a little podcast news. We are going to move this particular podcast, the EDM podcast, and the Music History Today weekly edition podcast to a new RSS feed on Podbean, I believe. Also, possibly bean sprout, maybe one other. Not quite sure yet, but in any event, that's going to be done in the next week or two. Uh, so, just be on the lookout for that. Hopefully, you'll move over and do the subscribe, do the likes, all that sort of fun stuff. I will put a note and a link once that is official. It's not ready as of yet. Uh, But when it is official, I will put links here and everywhere just so you know exactly which RSS feed to do. So if you're listening on this RSS feed and you're going, wait, where's the podcast? It's just moved. We're still doing the podcast, I assure you. I have way too much fun doing these things, so that's why I keep doing them. With all that said, let's move on. The real news The Juno Awards, which are Canada's equivalent to the Grammy Awards, were handed out last week. There weren't any EDM artists that were making the regular categories, and I should also note that these awards are for Canadian artists only with certain exceptions like international album and that sort of thing. So that's why you will not get any British or American artists in these winners. As far as the actual EDM categories went, Dance Recording of the Year went to K. Trinata with Bubba. Electronic Album of the Year went to Caribou with Suddenly. That's it as far as EDM goes with them. Go figure. In other news, the London record store The Underground has been given distinction by the UK government as an historic landmark. The AIM Independent Music Award nominees have been announced for their August 25th ceremony. AIM, by the way, is a British organization. The nominees are for UK Independent Breakthrough, Arlo Parks, Conducta, India Jordan, Rina Sawayama, and Working Men's Club. I will note that this list is riddled and I do mean riddled, with EDM artists, which is amazing and great to see. International Breakthrough was Biceps, Fontaine's DC, Jada G, Park High Jin, and TK Maidza. Uh, 
Best independent track is Arlo Park's Hope, Bonobo and Totally Enormous Extinct Dinosaurs Heartbreak. N-E, or E-N-N-Y, with Peng Black Girls. It features Amia Brave. Katie J. Pearson would Take Back the Radio, Lava LaRue with Magpie, Mustafa with Air Forces, Serpent with Feet with Fellowship, Sky Girl with Tasty, Squid, and Martha Sky Murphy with Narrator, and TK Maidza with Shook. Best Independent Album... Arlo Parks, Collapsed in Sunbeams, Che Lingo, The Worst Generation, Dry Cleaning with New Long Leg, Floating Points, Pharaoh Sanders and the London Symphony Orchestra with Promises, Crust with The Edge of Everything, Moses Sumney with Gray, Phoebe Bridgers with Punisher, Speaker Music with Black Nationalist Sonic Weaponry, Rianne Trainer with File Under UK Metaplasm, and Working Men's Club with Working Men's Club. Best Second Album, otherwise known as a sophomore release. The nominees are A.J. Tracy with Flu Game, Bicep with Isles, Dream Wife with So When You Gonna, Fontaine's D.C. with A Hero's Death, Leon Vinehall with Rare Forever. Best Independent Remix, is Bon Bon, the Mike Lindsay remix by Songhoi Blues. Fair Chance with Ty Dolla Sign and Lil B, the Floating Points remix of Thundercat. Megapunk, the Elka remix by Ela Minus. Soul Boy, the IZCO remix by Parallel, Green Tea Peng. Sweat, featuring Liz, the Sophie remix by Sonicu. The One to Watch Award, which I guess is Best New Artist. The nominees are Che Lingo, E-N-N-Y, Lava LaRue, Nova Twins, and T-S-H-A. Best Creative Packaging, the uh, nominations go to A.J. Tracy, The Flu Game. Figaro de Montmartre with Emotion Soap. King Gizzard and the Wizard and the Lizard Wizard. I always want to say Wizard Lizard, but it's Lizard Wizard with Eco Wax Editions. Slayford Mods with Spare Ribs. And Working Men's Club with Working Men's Club Raw Edition. Best Independent Video nominees are Arlo Parks with Hope. Julian Baker with Hardline. Kojak with No Hands, Nova Amor with If We're Being Honest, and Wesley Joseph with Thriller, Thriller Now. Best Independent Label, 4AD, Dead Oceans, Forever Living Originals, Partisan Records, and Transgressive Records. Best Small Label, Athens of the North, Finesse Forever, Killing Moon, Sonic Cathedral, and Strut Records. The Indie Champion, the nominees are Bandcamp, Love Record Stores, and Diversity Champion, Paulette Long. 
In festival news, to mark the one-year anniversary of George Floyd's murder at the hands of police, a survey was conducted by Pirate Studios with DJs, which asked mainly one question. Do they have inclusion writers or diversity clauses in their contracts, which stipulate that each event-slash-festival that they are a part of have a certain level of diversity, i.e. more women and people of color in their lineups? Of the over 700 people who were asked, and this is DJs, mind you, only 7% had an inclusion rider. Of those, basically 93% who did not, 57% said that they would consider adding one to their contracts, and out of that I'm pretty sure zero are actually going to. For some of the DJs, the reason why they say that they don't have an inclusion rider is because they consider them to either be unfair, i.e., well, it takes away from them getting a an actual spot in a lineup, or checking off token boxes or not getting a job for themselves. So the next time you see some DJ talking about how Black Lives Matter on their Instagram or their Twitter or whatever, ask them if they have an inclusion rider in their contracts. See, here's the thing, and here's where I go off on a topic, basically. Black lives do matter, but I'm not quite sure that black jobs matter, or for that matter, we'll say, jobs of other people of color, jobs for females, jobs for transgender people, or any other marginalized group, at least as far as these DJs go, because the whole tokenism thing, no one's talking about checking off a box. Absolutely no one. The whole point of an inclusion rider is to make sure that some other great artists who do not normally get chances because of things like racism, or if racism is too tough a word for some of you snowflakes out there, then perhaps we'll use a word like stereotyping. How's that? Make it a little bit easier for you. Marginalizing? Whatever works for your little conscience at this particular moment. No one's talking about that. What we're talking about here is including other people. There are some really great DJs out there who happen to be female, who happen to be Latino, who happen to be black, who happen to be transgender, who happen to be gay, or any other group you can think of. And seeing as how... The music that some of you have been basically claiming as your own when in fact it actually comes from, wait for it, black people. If you know your history of EDM or just Western music in general at this point, except for maybe classical music, it all stems from the blues. Started in the fields by the slaves. Worked its way through. EDM specifically started out in the Midwest, Detroit, Chicago, 
house music. It's called house music because of the Warehouse Club in Chicago, where black and Latino gay people sought refuge after they were basically trounced out of disco music. So the music that you are saying is yours and that you don't want marginalized, quote-unquote, people to actually partake in actually came from those marginalized people that you now claim is yours. So for you, maybe black lives do matter. But I'm sure black music matters to you because you're making money off of it. Keep that in mind when you're talking about tokenism. No one's talking about tokenism, checking off boxes. Oh, let's just throw in a black person to make you feel better. There are some great artists who are not getting a chance out there right now. Some great female DJs who absolutely deserve a chance right now. Some great transgender DJs who deserve a chance right now. So keep that in mind the next time you talk about Black Lives Matter and you don't have an inclusion rider because you're so afraid that you're not going to get a job? Please, give me a break. Representation matters. That's what we're talking about here. End topic segment. Moving on, New York City will welcome back full-capacity concerts with a free concert in Central Park this summer. Concert's going to be held on August 21st. The lineup has not been announced yet, but tickets are supposed to be free. Supposed to be. We shall see. Meanwhile, in England, the June 21st reopening for the clubs looks like it's pretty much on shaky ground at this point and is going to be delayed, which will further crush some DJs out there and clubs, no less. And now I'm kind of curious as to how many are actually going to reopen because of this. In other festival news, Coachella and Stagecoach Festivals announced that they will definitely be back in the spring of 2022. They are eyeballing April dates at this particular point. Tickets, I'm sure, will be going on sale soon. Belgium has increased capacity for festivals to 75,000, which is some very good news for the Tomorrowland Festival in particular which is upcoming, and it looks like it is definitely going to happen, so fingers crossed. What is absolutely going to happen is EDC Las Vegas. They have dropped their lineup for the October Festival, and the lineup pretty much includes every single major DJ out there, except for, at least at first glance, Armin Van Buren, A-Track, Nervo, and Marshmallow. But if you're anybody else, Martin Garrix, DJ Snake, Tiesto, Claptone, whoever you can think of off the top of your head, you will probably be in Las Vegas this weekend for that festival. So if you can get tickets, grab them. If not, I'm pretty sure it's going to be online, so you'll be able to check it out. Also, the United States has decreased the level for over 100 countries from level 4 to level 3. What that means is that if you're vaccinated, you can travel to most of Europe and South America. And actually the Caribbean as well. 
The better news is that a lot of countries in Europe are now allowing Americans in, but you have to get a digital passport slash certificate, check with each individual country. The only ones that still are not allowing you in, is, well, that country that doesn't consider itself part of Europe anymore. That would be England. Still, Americans are not allowed in, at least for the time being. Still hoping. In Great Britain, speaking of, at a digital culture, media, and sports select committee, the government was told that they should implement a drug testing policy for festival goers. They are highly considering it. In tech news, Beatport has a new app for iPhone users. Apple is also going to use spatial audio mixing by the end of this year, including for the Logic Pro, by the way. And there is a new bridge plugin that will let Splice and your DAW communicate a whole lot better than it's been communicating before. So that's good news right there as well. In retirement news, Hong Kong radio DJ Ray Cordiero has decided to retire. Now, normally this would not be news and it definitely wouldn't be making it into this podcast, except that the 96-year-old DJ, yes, you heard that right, he is 96 years old. He's been a radio DJ for 70 years, he finally decided at the age of 96 to retire. For the record, he started back in the 1960s. That is astounding. Being a radio DJ for 70 years, that's longer than like most EDM artists live. That's crazy. Congratulations to him. And happy retirement, I guess. I don't know. Maybe he'll start a podcast. There were two passings to pass along this week in the EDM community. First up, rest in peace to Rodney Baker. Rodney was a legendary Chicago house DJ and producer who was credited as being the first producer to put guitars and other instruments onto house tracks. Rodney was owner of Rockin' House Records, also Roland Synthesizers, consulted with Rodney when it came time to do the beats for their drum machines, like the legendary TR-808, which was responsible for an awful lot of really intensely great house tracks back in the day. Rodney passed away from a heart attack. Rodney Baker's age was not announced, but since he was around for the start of the Chicago house music revolution, that means that he, at the very least, had to have been in his upper 50s when he passed away uh, two weeks ago by now. And rest in peace to LB Bad. LB, which is spelled E-L-B-E-E, by the way, not the letter L and the letter B. His real name was Lamont Booker. And he was a house producer in New York City during the early days of house music. His nickname, the Prince of Dance Music. LB's cause of death was not announced, nor was his age. Although, much like Rodney Baker, because of the fact that he had started in the early days of house music as well, he had to have been at the very least in his upper 50s as well. 
2003, a Dance Music Hall of Fame was formed. It was started by John Parker of Robbins Entertainment. He enlisted the help of a few other industry vets and they held an annual dinner in New York City. They split the hall into artists, records, producers, DJs, remixers, and non-performers. They started off okay with a bunch of disco artists, but the hall only lasted for two years before they stopped inducting people. Well, yours truly is bringing it back. Sort of. I've started my own dance music hall of fame, only I'm expanding the idea. This hall will be the EDM Hall of Fame. My criteria will be any inductee who's been in the business for at least 10 years. That will allow a lot of the EDM artists and DJs in. I'm also going to keep the same categories, but I'm going to also add early influencers to go along with it. The early influencers is where I'll put the disco, funk, and R&B songs and artists because I want to make this haul heavy on dance music in general, not strictly 20th century dance music because, well, this is an EDM podcast after all. Some weeks I will induct one artist. Some weeks I may do five or ten. Who knows? This is, after all, my Hall of Fame, not an official one, so my opinion is strictly mine. It would be nice, though, if someone actually did an official Dance Music Hall of Fame, eventually. In the beginning, EDM was mainly the domain of American minorities and the LGBTQ community as they found refuge in the scene following the backlash from disco. Then the music jumped the ocean and became the domain of straight white men with a slew of those stereotypical Danny D, the douchey DJ types roaming around. Hello, bass nectar. Just saying. And while there has been some really good EDM that's been put out over the last few decades, it is safe to say that for at least the last decade or so, once CDM started to take over the globe, everybody suddenly thought that they were DJs and producers, and all they had to do was just cut and paste their way to fame and fortune. Unfortunately, some of them, actually a lot of them, did. Along with all of this has now suddenly come the realization, in the mainstream media at least, that female DJs actually do exist. Part of this new emphasis, I am very sure of, is the media not wanting to look like the male chauvinist pigs that they are, especially in the hashtag MeToo movement era. Some magazines have even called female DJs a new trend. That's an actual quote. Well, with all due lack of respect to those magazines and those websites, I might add, female DJs have actually been around for decades. 
It's just that no one had paid them any attention, didn't even bother to notice them, much like these magazines and websites out there. And much like these magazines and websites, they didn't pay them any respect, which is extremely sad and disrespectful. So when I first started my Hall of Fame, I decided that the female DJs and producers were going to get their proper due respect, and that is why I've inducted DJ Rap, Miss Kitten, Annie Max, Sandra Collins, and a whole ton of others into the Hall of Fame. Now, some of them you probably didn't recognize unless you've been following the genre for any length of time and consider yourself a true fan who's been around, let's say, longer than Avicii. The vast majority, though, you've probably never heard of before and have left you scratching your head as to why they're going in. I assure you, though, that they all deserve to get in because of their overall influence, both on EDM in general and on female DJs in particular, because if it wasn't for these women breaking down those invisible doors and glass ceilings then female DJs like Alice in Wonderland, Whipped Cream, Nervo, Charlotte DeWitt, and Rez et al. wouldn't be enjoying the success that they're enjoying today. Plus, I am here to also educate you about the history of EDM, so you're not going to automatically know all these honorees. You should hopefully, though, Go out and find out more about these people, and above all, support them by getting their music. That would be extremely helpful, especially in these very trying times, if you can. Now, to that end, allow me to tell you about Lisa Dawn Rose Wyatt. She is better known as Lisa Lashes. Lisa originally had plans on climbing the corporate ladder in England. However, when she went to the local clubs and saw her favorite DJs like John Kelly and Lisa Loud, she couldn't resist the siren sounds of EDM. And soon, Lisa was practicing on her friend's decks. She first started publicly DJing in 1992. By 1995, she was doing a residency at a club in Birmingham, England. By 2000, she was voted one of the top 10 DJs, male or female, in DJ Mag's Top 100 DJs list. In 2003, Lisa started her Lashed events in Ibiza. Soon, the Lash parties went worldwide. In 2010... Lisa started her own podcast long before most people, like myself, started one called The Lashed Podcast. Lisa's been headlining some of the biggest festivals and clubs over the past 30 years, and now that they are back, so is she. Lisa Lashes, inducted into our EDM Hall of Fame. On to the charts, starting off with Billboard magazine. And when I last left you, 
the top Billboard dance song and the top dance streaming song was Travis Scott and HVME's Goosebumps. Lady Gaga's The Fame was the top dance album. Tiesto's The Business was the top dance digital sales song. The top dance mix show airplay song was still Regard and Troy Sivan and Tate McRae's You. And the dance club song list was still frozen from last year due to the clubs shutting down. And that was frozen at Diana Ross's Love Hangover 2020. Well, for this week, guess what? Every single thing that I said before stays the same. Go figure. Nothing changed in the last two weeks. I have no idea how Billboard does its thing anymore, but that seems rather weird. Especially when you consider that Marshmallow has a new album out, and it is the number one dance album on Apple. It's called Shockwave. Why it won't hit number one on Billboard's dance albums chart? Well, hmm, don't know. Don't know. The top dance single, by the way, on Apple's dance singles chart is actually the same one from two weeks ago. It's Regard, Troy Sivan, and Tate McRae's You. On Apple's electronics chart, at least that's changed a little, Ryan Farish's Halcyon is the top electronics album. Meanwhile, the top electronics single is Skrillex Noisa, or Noisia, I should say. Josh Pan and Dylan Brady with Supersonic My Existence. iHeartRadio's dance single, at least the top one, is actually still the same one from before. It's Brigard, Troy Savan, and Take McCray's You. On Beatport, the top overall song is Deeper Purpose and Piero. Perupa with Everybody's Free to Feel Good, the Deeper Purpose Extended Remix. Top 140 Deeper Dubstep and Grime is Visages with Dark Guru Original Mix. Top Afro House is Vintage Culture, Kiko Franco, and Shush with Love Tonight, Vintage Culture, and Kiko Franco Remix. Top Bass Club is Dom877 with Dun Talk, the original mix. Top Bass House is Matroda and Blue Claire with Disco Tool original mix. Top Big Room is David Guetta with John Martin and Morton. It's called Impossible, extended mix. Top Breaks, Breakbeat, and UK Bass is On the Mic with Holla, the VIP mix. Top Dance Electropop is Parachute Youth and John Summit with Better Than This Extended Mix. Top Deep House is the former number one overall song. That would be the Blessed Madonna and Fred again with Marea. We've Lost Dancing. Original Mix. Top DJ Tools is Croatia Squad with The Vibe. Acapella Tool 126 beats per minute. Top Drum and Bass is Break MC Fats and L Side with High Times Break Remix. Top Dubstep is Holy with Somewhere Original Mix. Top Classic Modern Detroit Electro is Jimmy the Genius with Nightmare Original Mix. Top Electro House is Chucky 
Relenium, and Dean West with Time Out Extended Mix. Top Electronica is Anyama OFC with Fragments Original Mix. Top Funky Groove Jack and House is Majestic and Boney M with Rasputin Extended Mix. Top Future House is Steve Angelo, Laidback Luke, Robin S, and Dub Dogs with Show Me Love Extended Mix. If you've noticed that the 90s are back again, you would be correct. Show Me Love, of course, being the old Robin S song and everybody's free to feel good from way back in the 90s. Classic, classic song. Top Hard Dance Hardcore is Apollo and Ben Nicky with Dance Technicore Extended Remix. Top Hard Techno is Who Is Hush with Motherfucker. Original Mix. Top House is Milk and Sugar and Purple Disco Machine with Let the Sun Shine, the Purple Disco Machine Extended Remix. Top Indie Dance is White Square with Carte Blanche. Original Mix. Top Melodic House and Techno is Gorgon City. Josh Butler and Dennis Cruz with Aora Todava, the Gorgon City Remix. Top Minimal Deep Tech is Demish with Fever, Original Mix. Top New Disco slash Disco is Purple Disco Machine with Boys Noise and Jake Shears. Name of the song is All I Want, the Purple Disco Machine Extended Remix. Top Organic House and Down Tempo is Tim Green and Schwoof with Title, the Tim Green Remix. Top Progressive House is Yado, Sansa, and Kristoff with Out of Reach, the Club Mix. Top Psytrance is Static Movement, Relaz, and Saimurai with I Am, Original Mix. Top Deep House is the top overall. Deeper Purpose and Piero Perupa with Everybody's Free to Feel Good. Deeper Purpose Extended Remix. Top Peak Time Driving Techno is Space 92's The Game. Original Mix. Top Raw Deep Hypnotic Techno is Dubfire and Flug. This time around, the name of the top song is Metanonia. The original mix, by the way, on that. Top Trance is Fairy Corstin and Goryella with Orenda. The extended mix. Top Trap, Hip Hop, R&B is Eprom with Dangerous Sound, original mix. And the top UK garage bassline is YUQT with You Belong to Me, the 4x4 mix. And that is it for the EDM podcast number 139 for the week of June 15th, 2021. We will be back next week, but we will be on Podbean next week. I will put a link to it in a very short announcement on this particular stream next week. Everybody, hopefully, switch over to the new Podbean stream. I'll give you all the details next week. Thank you very, very much for listening.
audio engineering and editing, video editing, writing, narration, basically everything having to do with this podcast is done by yours truly. You can find us on our website at cjbtproductions.com. Our podcast is on all of your favorite podcast providers, such as Apple Music, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, etc., all under Music History Today. If you would like to support this podcast, our Patreon can be found at patreon.com backslash music history today we are also on twitter at music history day and you can now find us on youtube don't forget to like subscribe and hit that notification bell anytime you want to know exactly what videos are dropped and when all of those links can be found in the show notes below thank you very very much for listening